As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, welcome to the Basketball Adjacent Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Gerald Smith. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Gerald Smith. Welcome back to the Basketball Adjacent Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm here with a, with a bro of mine, Mr. Jalen Hill of UCLA and UCLA Basketball. How you doing today, bro? Uh, lovely, bro. Thank you for having me, for sure. No doubt, man. No doubt. Uh, you know, we, we can just kind of just hop right into it. Uh, I appreciate you for, for coming on to the podcast and for taking the time to chop it up with me. I know you're a very busy dude. Um, nah, it ain't nothing to me, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's not nothing. First and, first and foremost, for those of, those of you that do not know, this is one of the greatest players to walk the, the hallways of Pauley Pavilion. You too much, bro. <laughs> so I wanted to give you your flowers there. Um, but also, for these of you who don't know, there's a, a very brave man who took the time um, to do what a lot of athletes, especially black athletes, um, have not done during their tenures in, you know, college, professional, overseas, wherever it is that they're playing. Um, so if you haven't, go ahead and check out the video that he posted on his Instagram. Um, just kind of giving you the, the, the story of how he was feeling in, in the mental health space that he was in. Um, while he was playing off the court, on the court, everything like that. Um, so, bro, kind of, kind of walk us through what what your what your headspace was looking like. Uh, yeah, to be honest, um, it all started again. Like I said in the video, like when I was seventeen, I got in trouble in China and got arrested, and you know, that's it. Really took my life for a turn because you know before that, I was in high school, I wasn't really doing too much. You know, I was to myself and. You know, I promised myself when I got to college, I was going to step outside my box. And that just, for me, it turned into trying to be like somebody else, trying to be like the people around me instead of stepping out my box but still being myself, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so when that happened, it was just a shock to me. And I didn't really, it didn't really register. I was just really trying to get back to hooping because mm -hmm. in my mind and a lot of other athletes' mind, it's just like league or bust. Because that's what's taught to us. We ain't taught to go out and learn something that yeah. everybody else should be learning or learn something that's going to be beneficial to us. We just learn that either, you know, you rap or rap, you, you hoop, hoop. Trap or you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. You sell dope. And it's just like, that's just how it is for other people growing up. Thank God I was in that um, situation. But still, basketball was like 
you know, the thing for me. And, you know, I'm grateful for all that. But going back to what I was saying, like, after that, it was just really just me chasing, chasing, thinking I'm behind um, because of the fact that I lost that first year. I didn't get to play that whole year. Yeah. And then the next year was kind of up and down because my coach got fired. Yeah. And then, so that's a whole nother process that, you know, we can get into later. But um, then we had a new coach, you know what I'm saying? So then that's a whole nother thing. And then, boom, COVID happened. So it's just like, there was a bunch of things coming in. Yeah. And for me, like, today I got a lot of things off my chest. Yeah. But in order for me to do, for, for me to do that, I had to take a step back, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and just me chasing after, um, you know, trying to go to the lead, trying to go to the lead. Um, I didn't really get to get anything out. I just kind of pushed it all down, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. just the headspace I was in, it was just, it wasn't good. Take me, take me back to that, that first year um, after everything that happened happened. What was that get back process like for you was it gym 24 7 practice class weights everything like that how did you and I trust me I know having played at UCLA I know how crazy the schedule can be and I can only imagine you know for someone like you like you said who's trying to get back into the swing of things after after sitting for that time what was your what was your process early on when you started feeling these feelings as far as addressing how you felt or or dealing with it personally uh yeah to me i mean for me i'm i keep things to myself bro i'm a real low-key in the cut I'm, person i can I'm tell the same you way. Same way. Same i can feel the vibe through the through the uh through the zoom call I, i'm already knowing bro yeah. so i i try to stay out the way i don't do too much and i just i got my little circle and i keep it like that so that's a blessing and a curse because sometimes you gotta speak up sometimes you gotta voice what's going on and for me just being a person I am it's just not something I'm comfortable it's, with it's so. tough it's tough sometimes too because even within your circle like you know you got people that you can rely on but everybody looks to you to be that guy you know like this that's Jay who's hooping he's at UCLA he got it figured out you know he, he they, they look into you for the comfort that you needed at that time you know facts facts they look into me as somebody that but just like you said, I had everything going on. It was yeah. the exact opposite. I had everything going wrong. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know yeah. how I was feeling at the time. It was just a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. but, you know, not to say I didn't have an outlet because mm -hmm. I definitely did. It's just I didn't really use it. Mm -hmm. uh, I was young and, you know, I'm, I mean, looking back, I'm glad everything that happened to me did. But mm -hmm. going back to what you were saying before, what what my mindset was like you can you can only hoop for so long you know what i'm right. saying you can only grind and right. work out for so long and then since i was suspended i was i was there so when my teammates were there yeah i would kick it with my team but they would go on road trips that last you know how that is last like four or five days get yeah. back you know nobody really want to kick it they all tired they trying to go see their family and everything like that yeah. so i'm sitting there like damn i'm locked away and the crazy thing about it was when I got arrested in China, I was in a cell for 17 hours straight. Mm. And like a holding cell wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That didn't phase me at all. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I the the person I am, the way I think, I know I'm gonna be solid. 
you know, I know I'm good regardless of what happens. So like that didn't hurt me. It was coming back and being locked away in my room. Yeah. That felt like the real prison yeah. to me because I was a prison in my mind. Yeah. When I was in China, I'm I'm just like Yeah. Just thinking praying. about like, yo, like let's let's get out, let's get home. But everything's gonna be everything's gonna be solid. Let's just get because that's like a that's a foreign place, you know. And yeah. it's, it's it's like you 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 know everything's gonna be solid because you know the person that you are, you know you're good, you know you had people in a good space around you that were gonna do everything they could to help you out. But then when you get back home, it's like, all right, we got you here. And now it's now now it's just you. You know what I mean? Like now it's just like, all right, what what are you gonna do to to get back to where you were? Like that's 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 tough. That's tough. Hey, hey, hey I promise you it was. It wasn't it wasn't the easiest task, but I'm glad that I went through it for sure. Yeah. So what did talk to me maybe like that that next year when when you did make that pushback and and you were playing and I know it was a tough year because that was the year that Coach Alfred got fired, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so y'all weren't having the best year, but you stepped back into a, a pretty solid, pretty decent role onto the team. Like, did you not feel at that time that all the work that you had put in kind of paid off, or or what 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 do you think kind of kind of led to you still being in that headspace? Partly because for me, I'm just so focused on being as great as I can. And the problem that a lot of people go through, including me back then, was because um, basketball instilled in me that I had to be greater than somebody else. Yeah. And that's not the case. I just have to be as great as I can be. Right. And at that point, I'm looking at the year before with, I think it was the year before with Aaron, Zoe, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was, that yeah. Was senior year. yeah, that was just senior year. Like, that was what I'm looking to. I'm yeah. trying to be like that. And then I'm looking around. I'm like, bro, we ain't doing that. We, like, 50% it, it on a year. It didn't feel like UCLA. It didn't. It felt like a JUCO. No offense to that. But it, yeah. the practices was whack. You know, there was no culture, and that's and that was the biggest the biggest problem. You know, it just felt like it wasn't a team. Yeah. Not to discredit anybody on that team. It's just that's how it was. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's and why I was still you, in that mindset. Yeah. How do you think that did? Because I I I agree with you from the outside looking in. Like obviously that me coming off of that year that we had my senior year. And seeing the year that they had the next year, and then following that, that led to to Coach Alfred's departure. Um, yeah. Just just to fast forward a little bit, because I don't want to harp too too long on that and, and keep yeah. it too long. But um, do you feel like Coach Cronin coming in aided to that to the to help that culture in the in that first year, or do do you feel like he was someone that you could rely on to to kind of whenever you were feeling a certain type of way, talk through how you were feeling and stuff like that? Uh, well, let me just answer the first part. He, he for sure was yeah. the main reason there's a culture there at UCLA. Yeah. And I want to say the only reason because the players have something to do with it too, but he came in and yeah, you could we'll, all, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the, the run that they had this year later on. Down back, the back, back. That, that first year you could tell, you could feel the shift. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I say, he came in, it was just a whole different flow and, that culture shift, it does numbers for sure. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So in what ways, 
you know, with, with, with Coach Cronin coming in and making that shift, did you feel yourself starting to pivot at all? Oh, yeah. Um, just because what he requires out of the people that play for him, you know, mm -hmm. you, have, you have to be disciplined. You have to be um, strong-willed, you know. He, he's definitely not a coach for everybody. He's, he's a coach for people that want to get the job done. He's looking yeah. for guys to get the job done. And yeah. He's not looking for guys to be like the L.A. style. He ain't looking yeah. for that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what L.A. needed. Yeah. LA like you already in you already in LA. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? You already gonna get that off top. Like yeah. you need to have that on the inside, that grit. And that's what he's all about. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So you you talked about how how you felt like the way that you were feeling was focused mainly because you were putting all your focus towards basketball and not yeah. and not on on what you know kind of kind of some of your other interests and stuff like that. So for me you know, I was a walk-on up until my senior year and the scholarship my senior year. But for me, I I realized early on, you know, being a walk-on, I was like, all right, like any any thoughts of going to the league that I had in high school were slim to none once I became a walk-on. And then once yeah. I became a walk-on and, you know, realized the, the amount of playing time that a walk-on gets, I was like, all right, I got to pivot ASAP. So for me, you know, I, I made that switch probably my, my freshman, sophomore year, it was like, okay, I'm going to double down on these books. I'm going to, like, before I got put on scholarship, I was working. Um, I didn't have time to to do internships and stuff like that or yeah. learn a lot yeah. about, like, the different fields that were out there. But when when do you feel like you started to realize that that stuff outside of basketball was what you needed to focus on to kind of get you out of that, that headspace? Yeah, for sure. Um this year, mm -hmm. uh, because I, again, like, I was so happy to play, to be a part of the team this year, but the ex expectations that I have for myself, I wasn't even close to reaching them. Yeah. And that's what really kind of triggered everything, because for me, I'm an intellectual person, yeah. so I'm not going to sit around here and act like something great's just going to happen to me for yeah. doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at my yeah. stats. Yeah, and a lot of people think just because they because you're there, you're gonna make it, and that's a lie, right? Like, I'm looking at my stats and I'm like, bro, these, these ain't no league stats, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. and it's been a, it's almost halfway through the season, and COVID done cut down like six or seven games. So, I'm yeah. just like, you know what I'm saying? What are we doing here? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna really have to focus on what I really want to do, and that's what really triggered everything. Um, but regardless of that, I was gonna finish the year out, but yeah. then. A lot of stuff started happening. A lot of start stuff started coming um, back up mentally, yeah. and me playing bad definitely, um, like you said, made me make that shift into yeah. okay. So if I'm struggling now, what am I going to do when I get to the league and we play yeah. 82 games yeah, and I'm getting paid? Like you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a whole it's a it's a whole different it's a whole different vibe, whole different mindset. Like it's one thing to have the your teammates in a college program behind you and support you when, when you're going through things like this. But you get to the league, you're like, all right, we're paying you, you know, 10 mil a year. Like Yeah, you gotta produce. Yeah, like well, I don't I don't really care how you feeling. Like you you gotta produce. You know what I mean? And the the wherewithal that you had to and I think Kevin Love is probably the first person that I've seen ever be vocal about, you know, the pressures of that season. Regardless of you getting paid, you still a person. And I feel like 
people yeah. in the league with the, the more than an athlete movement and everything, they're starting to realize now that, you know, putting, putting more of a, a, a human lens on, on players. And, and so how, how do you, do you take any, any inspiration from guys like Kevin? Have you reached out? Cause I'm sure, bro, you've been, you've been hooping in LA. You, you, you've hooped all over the world. You, you got guys everywhere. You got guys in the league. You got guys at other schools. Did you ever mm-hmm. lean on guys that have been or were in similar situations outside of your teammates to be like, yo, like, and I, I know you said you keep to yourself, but you know, to be yeah. like, yo, like what, what, what kind of, what, what, what do you do when, when you get in this situation or when you feel like this? Yeah, for sure. I mean, him, Kevin Love, um, DeMar DeRozan was a big one. He had, they mm-hmm. both had like articles on play, the Players Tribune. So I definitely check those out. They'll, those help a lot. Because the biggest thing about anxiety and depression is you always be thinking you by yourself. Like, yeah. am I going through this? Yeah. By yourself feeling this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the biggest thing for me was I did reach out to those, I guess, idols, which mm-hmm. they're not, you know what I'm saying? They're just people. Yeah. You know? And I'm looking for answers and they wasn't responding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That kind of hit me a lot, too. So that's why right now I'm just super big into like every, all these DMs I'm getting. I'm trying to hit everybody back, yeah. you know, because I know how I felt when nobody hit me back. And I'm yeah. like, you know, the one time I do reach out, nobody really. Yeah, you know I, feel you. I feel you. And that's why that's why I wanted to hit you as soon as I saw it, bro, because I have um, I've been a bit distanced from the program a little bit, obviously, because I was playing when Coach Alpha was there. I met Coach Cronin like once. I'm going yeah. to a little barbecue at his house, but I haven't been, especially because of COVID too, haven't had uh-huh. a chance to be around the program. But I wanted you to know that someone of a similar age, like I, I think I'm only two, three years older than you, but wanted you to know that you're not alone in feeling those feelings, bro. And this for me is big because it's the first time that I'm talking about some of the stuff that, that I feel too. You know, I, like you were saying, basketball makes you apply a certain lens to everything in life. And me having gone on, I work in the entertainment industry now. And, you know, I go on and I work with projects and I work with talent. And I'm saying, you know, I want to be the biggest in this industry. I want to work on the biggest projects. I will not settle for anything less than X result on this project. You know what I mean? As you should. And yeah, as you you should, but also like the wherewithal to realize that I don't have to put those pressures on myself. Because ba- the, the good thing about basketball is it, ex- it instills that competitive nature in you. But at yeah. the same time, you do something for so long, bro, and then you pivot and you start doing something else. And you don't realize that, dang, maybe I should have been taking more time then to, to really think about how this makes me feel. Because now I don't know how to do that, you know? And, and yeah. if, it's, if it's not me sitting here by myself thinking about it, I, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. So it it it. It's tough, and I, I wanted you to know that you're not alone, and that that I understand the headspace that you're in because I've been yeah, there before sure. and, and still be there sometimes, you know. For sure, and the biggest thing, like right now, I mean, shoot, people think basketball is life, yeah, you know, and is and that's just saying like ball is life and everything, like it's not, <laughs> yeah. And I and when I started to pivot, I started to realize like, bro, there's guys that have families mm-hmm. that are out here giving a whole mm-hmm. heart out and they'll get cut for a dude five years younger than them that might get two or three more points more than them yeah. the next year. you know what i'm saying so i'm yeah. just like nah whatever i do 
I want control over what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I want to be able to do it even at your best, yeah. regardless. Michael Jordan, Kobe, whatever you want to say, bro, can only play up to like 40. Yeah. Like, yeah. LeBron might pass that a little bit, <laughs> but it's like, oh, like, regardless, you have an end to that. Yeah. I want a career that doesn't have an end. I want to be able to, first of all, I'm not trying to work till I'm 50, 60 and then try to enjoy my life then. Yeah. Nah, I'm trying to do my shit now and yeah. get my and get my stuff done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm 30, 40, like I'm enjoying my life then. I'm a millionaire then. Yeah. And you gotta start, I mean, people just gotta start thinking that way. People yeah. always thinking like, yeah, when I get some money, I'm a nah. nah. <laughs> you know you what gotta, I'm saying? You gotta you gotta go get that money. So exactly. Yeah. You got to do it and you got to see it in your head before it comes into reality. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. I mean, it's, I mean, it's sad, but it's it's just like that's not taught nowhere. You know what I'm saying? That's what like what I'm really big about is telling people that, you know, yeah. like and a lot of people don't want to hear it. But it's yeah. something that you want. The things that you don't want to hear are the things that you need to hear. Yeah. And I'm the type of person. I don't care. Even if I don't know you, I'm going to tell you like the people today, like, they're telling me all these problems that they have in their life. And I'm like, they they telling me about this person did this and that person. I'm like, bro, you are the reason you're at where you're at. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, some things happen. You can't control that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you put yourself where you at and nobody's going to save you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, regardless of what mental health problems I'm going through. You know, I ain't trying to stay at the crib with my parents. Yeah. Even though they they bless me with to the fact that I can, yeah. like, I'm not trying to. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like you have to so be aware think, of that. Yeah, and you talk about and just just because you brought it up, like what that pivot is and and making making that step to do what it is that you want to do for you. Have you have you put any any thought in in recent days towards? what that next industry jump is going to be for you. If not basketball, what, what is that, that lane that you want to embody that business that you want to build? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's already in the works. I don't really like saying stuff until no, it happens. Totally, totally understand. Totally man, understand. But I'm, the thing is when I came home, it was like the first day mm-hmm. I was sitting that sitting home because I, I just needed to get away from LA when I was taking my step back. I just needed to go back home to my roots and everything. Yeah. So, I'm sitting down and I'm watching TV. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> instantly, bro. I'm like, nah, if I'm not hooping, I'm doing something. Yeah. Just regardless of the fact of the matter is, I'm getting a bag. Yeah. There's no stopping me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't care if I got to pick myself up off the pavement every day. Yeah. I get down, I'm going to get right back up. And that's yeah. just. That's just that. You know what I'm saying? If it's if it's not basketball, it's gonna be something. And just as hard as you would have worked at basketball, you're gonna work at what you want to work towards because you at the end of the day control your destiny in that in that in that sphere. Man, you you couldn't have said it any more truer than that. I feel that. I feel that. And just a just a, a word of advice to that a really good friend of mine who runs a very successful business gives me all the time, bro, is that you know life is like a like a forever moving river you know what mm-hmm. I mean and the water's not going to stop for anybody like it could it could be it could be Kobe it could be LeBron it could be Barack Obama it could be Beyonce 
the water's not going to stop for anybody. So just like okay. in basketball, you stop hooping, the ball going to keep bouncing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a ton of other niggas that want to play. The, the game's going to go on. So just taking that, just like, just like you're saying, taking that leap, jumping in that water, you know, because the, the longer you wait to jump in the water, the, the water's moving faster. There's more be, that's what I said. Yeah, deeper it's going to get, you know what I mean? So you, you got to. The biggest thing about that is, is faith. Yeah. You got to know that when you, when you take this leap, you don't see no steps under you, but yeah. you know that there's steps under you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but you got to take that leap. Yeah. And I took it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, I could have stayed out there and try to get something going, probably go overseas, get a bag over there. Like, but nah, I want to be at the top. I'm not yeah. trying to be just getting by. I've yeah. seen people just getting by. It ain't my type of life. I, yeah. and the thing is, I noticed that, and I'm blessed that I noticed that at such a young age. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. why I'm so happy to be alive because I'm just, I get a head start. Yeah. People get figure out that hoop isn't right for them. They, they're gonna figure now, it out when they're thirty, and it's like, what? What now? I spent my whole life playing basketball. I never learned how to do anything else. That what now? I had that what now at twenty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People having that what now at 30, 35, 40. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm making sure whatever I'm, because I know what type of life I want to live, bro. Yeah, it's in abundance. Yeah. And, and I want to keep it a stack, bro. I'm wealthy. Yeah. And I'm saying it before, before I am. Yeah. And, and that's how I'm going to get it. Yeah. I'm not sitting around here sitting on my ass hoping. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, a lot of people thinking that somebody's going to come save them. Doesn't work that way, bro. Yeah. Like, it sucks, so, but it doesn't work that way. So talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about and. It's great to hear you say say these words, man, and and be in the the space that you are now, given everything that you that you went through and how you pulled yourself up and out to to where you are now mentally. Talk yeah. to me about how good it how good it felt to spread that that positivity on your brothers that are that are in the trenches, you know, in the tournament this year or, or going through the, the the they understood that you had to step away, but that meant that you weren't there for them because you were in a better space to be able to be there for them just in a different way, you know? Talk to me about how how proud of them you are and, and for the season that right. they had this year. Right. Words can't even explain, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people think that I was salty. Mm-hmm. And we don't pay no mind to those people, but it's just like I I can only – I only feel love for, for, for people. And then especially yeah. my brothers. Yeah. Come on, man. Only love. You know, only abundance. Like, so just just be in the trenches with them, mm. and then to take a step out and still know that that they in the trenches working. Yeah, it meant, it meant a lot to me to seeing them go to the final four, bro. Yeah, like nobody nobody thought we was gonna go there. Yeah, and I knew from the jump. Yeah, and the thing is, we lost Chris mm. at the beginning of the year, which wasn't just a regular player. No. You know what I'm saying? He was a big time player yeah. for that team. Yeah. <laughs> and they still made it to the final four. So you can only imagine if me and him was come on. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And and what did it how how did it feel to, you know, to to step back and give them that moment and 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 now come out and tell the world like why you took that step back? And and see the support that everybody's giving you, just like you were that you were giving them, and the world was giving them. 
it, it, I mean, you know, it, the the first part that that was simple for me taking a step back and because I'm all about when it's your time, it's your time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not too. I'm not egoic in a way, bro. I have no ego. I'm not, I don't care who succeeds as long as somebody succeeds, you know? Um, so just giving them that love felt amazing. And to get it back, bro, it's just like to see the messages, bro, to see the comments that everybody was giving me, like just straight love. And the thing is that I'm kind of upset about is if I would have done that, just spoke up about what was going on in my life, like back then, the love I received right now would have helped me so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But again, I'm glad I'm at where I'm at. But definitely, yeah. it was it, to wake up this morning and the whole day, bro. My my phone's still ringing. Yeah. Like it's amazing, bro. Just the love I received is is great. Yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a learning experience. You know, like you you realize you could have did it at any point, but the fact that you did it. And now you know that you've done it is is what matters because you'll never let it happen again, you know. Never. <laughs> and I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to take up too too much more of your time, man. Hey, bro, you I, a blessing I, in my life, bro. Don't even don't man, even trip. I've, I've given you your flowers, and I will continue to give you your flowers. If if you ever need anybody to to talk to about anything, bro, you got my line. You got my IG. I'm here. Um, is there anything else that you want the people to know that you haven't already told them today? about about you where, where are you going where are you at you know oh um no nah, i don't like talking about myself but i just like showing people so the only thing that i would have to say is the man in front of me the man that's doing this podcast is doing his thing and he gonna be great <laughs> and it's simple like that that's all i gotta say all right all right i appreciate you for talking to me there brother this has been the basketball adjacent podcast brought to you by gerald smith and the believe podcast network uh, big ups to my brother Jalen Hill for joining me today, and uh, big ups to everything that he's doing in, in future endeavors, personally, professionally. Man, much love, man. Really. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and tune in to the Basketball Adjacent Podcast on your favorite audio platform or always on Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Interested in advertising on the Basketball Adjacent Podcast? Hit me up on any social platform at, at Gerald H. Timms. That's at sign J-E-R-R-O-L-D-H-T-I-M-S. And stay tuned for updates on bi-weekly episodes and what to expect next. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.